Hallelujah to the Lord. We bless the Lord today. We give glory to the Lord. For he is good and his mercy is endured forever. We bless his most holy name for bringing us again to this program. We rejoice in the Lord for he is faithful. For he is faithful and he is kind. And we give him glory for who he is. He is our God. He is our King. Hallelujah. He is our Maker. We give glory to his name. And we thank him for making us an instrument in his hands. Lord, we bless your name. We give you glory. We adore you, Lord. We bless you. We praise you. You are awesome in this place. Oh, Lord, we worship you. You are awesome in our lives. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you. Hallelujah. You are wonderful. Marvelous indeed. Excellent indeed. Glorious all together. We say thank you. We say thank you. We worship you. We enter into your presence with thanksgiving in our hearts. And into your court we praise. We say thank you, Father, for making us uh, available. And Lord, for calling us unto this noble job and noble work of yours, O Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we thank you, Father. We bless your name. We give you glory. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we worship. We give you glory, Lord, that the Lord has brought us again today in his holy presence, to be blessed in his presence. We give glory to his name. Thank you, our maker. Thank you, our God. Thank you, our king, for you are great and greatly to be praised. For you are great and you are greatly to be praised. For you are great and you are greatly to be praised. Thank you, our maker. Thank you, our God. You are welcome this evening to this program. We bless the Lord for your life, for being with us. We thank God for your life. And we bless the Lord for making it possible for us to be here again today. We bless his most holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Almighty God. We bless you. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. You see, today, I know the Lord is here to meet you with, I mean, to meet all of us at the point of our needs. His name will be glorified in our lives in the name of Jesus. The Lord will see us through. He will cause his name to be elevated and exalted in our lives. Once again, in Jesus' name. Uh, this is Be Fruitful Family Foundation Ministry. This is Be Fruitful Family Foundation under the, with the banner of Family Faith Clinic with Paul and Grace. Family Faith Clinic with Paul and Grace. You are welcome to the presence of the living God. You are welcome to your blessing today. You are welcome 
and we know that the Lord God Almighty today will do you good in his presence as we gather together in the name of Jesus. The Lord will bless us. Hallelujah. Uh, today, without wasting time, I want my sister to pray as we start. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Blessed be the name of the Lord for his mercies endure forever. Hallelujah. We magnify the, the God of the universe, the ruler of all the heaven and the earth. May his name be praised in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank him for another opportunity to gather at his presence. Amen. Thank him because he never called us in vain. He's here to bless us and he will mightily bless. Yes. He, will might, he will bless individually, bless the families and bless nations. Through this program by the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. As many as join us live, as many as download, the Lord God Almighty will do you good. Amen. And you will not miss your blessing in the name of Jesus. Amen. We hand over the anchor unto the hand of the Lord. Let the Holy Spirit take control and let Jesus take charge. Amen. Let Jesus only be glorified. Amen. And let the flesh and the interpretation of the flesh be nailed to the cross. Amen. Thank you, Father, in your hands we are. Yeah. Unto you we gather. Yeah. We harvest your blessings and we glorify you forever. Amen. For we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Excuse me. God bless you. Eternal, you are welcome in the name of Jesus. Amen. You put it to this neighbor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, uh, Eternal, you are welcome. Yes, God bless you. Thank you. We love you. We love you indeed. The Lord bless you. Uh, today, by the grace of the Lord, we want to go into the teaching that we have been talking about. We are dressed for, for a week. To, to reach in. And that's why you didn't uh, listen to us on Saturday last week. We are so sorry for that. We are back by His grace. And we know that the Lord God Almighty will do us good today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is a burden in our hearts that we have been carrying. And uh, that body was what brings this message that we are starting today. Of course, we are just laying the foundation for the message that, uh, it is, that, it is, that we are really bringing in our hearts, that the Lord has laid in our hearts. So, why people make wrong choice of marriage partners? Uh, this one does not uh, exclude anybody. Everyone that is going, that has been in marriage, that is going to going into marriage, must listen to this. And then everyone that uh, is contemplating on having a marriage made by God, you must listen to this message. Yokes will be broken here in the name of Jesus. Amen. The secret of the enemies will be leaked, Amen. and it shall be exposed in Jesus' name. For permanent victory in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, why people make wrong choice 
in, of marriage partners is what we want to discuss about. Uh, now, let me just start by saying this, that <laughs> marriage, as we all know, is instituted by God. And uh, God who instituted marriage is a is spirit. It's not a man. So we can see that divine idea, there will be tone, there will be a tone of divine idea in marriage, in every marriage. Because marriage is God's own project. It's God's own personal baby. And it's a pers it's a personal covenant that he had with a, a man. Two covenants was established in the Garden of Eden, and that was covenant of marriage and covenant of Sabbath. Hallelujah. I mean, before the fall of man, two covenants were enforced. If those two covenants have been kept, the covenant of marriage and the covenant of Sabbath, the Lord is still both, as you find in the book of X, I mean Genesis. So only those covenants will have been sufficient for uh, God to have all victories, all powers, all authority through man on earth here. If it has been strictly followed, and if we have stayed under those two covenants, it will have been enough. <coughs> Instead of the multiple covenant that we have today, that God is renewing from one man to another, because one man had failed, until he reached Jesus Christ, who brought us the new covenant of salvation, the new covenant of uh, grace, rather. So and when grace comes in, the covenant, every, it, was, it swallowed every other covenant. So we are now talking about the marriage that is made under this new covenant, covenant of grace. But of course, we know that most of us that are listening to this message today may not have experienced this grace that we are talking about, May, we may not have been born again or, or encountered the Lord God uh, in Christ. I mean, we may not have encountered Jesus Christ and His grace, but yet today it can happen in your life if we so take decision. You will encounter this grace because this message that we are bringing today is majorly for those who have encountered Christ, so that they will not go into error in marriage anymore. So we realize how the enemy. Is really cheating on us on the issue of marriage and this issue of marriage that we are talking of our people chooses marriage partners uh, we that we are ministering to you especially Paul and Grace we had first class and first end experience about how it, it is when you choose wrongly and also how it is when you choose rightly because we have been wrong and then we have been right hallelujah Having been wrong before, and then we were made right by mercy of God. In fact, we have a lot to tell people. So we have first-class experience and first-class information because of those battles that we have been fighting and winning together in marriage. <coughs> Even those battles that we have been fighting and winning here at this time now, they, they emanated from the previous marriage that we have had. If you didn't have that experience, there wouldn't have been problems uh, of battling anything. We would just enjoy the bliss of marriage how it is. And secondly, uh, we, are, we've, we had another burden that uh, most of our marriage uh, counselors 
and those that are reaching out in reaching out to us in marriage, most of them had good had it good in marriage. So and they cannot uh, they didn't experience how it is when somebody mismarried. So they only teaches us on their own personal experience of how blissful marriage is, and they want everybody to enjoy the same bliss that they are enjoying. Of course, it is okay, but yet. There are a lot of us that are not given to have that clean, clear, and clear-cut God, God's own marriage when we began our journey in marriage. So, but um, thank God because we had this, this first-class information, and we want people to be careful. We want people of God not to go into this trap of the enemy again. Because marriage is like, marriage is everything to God. We may not know. Marriage is everything to God and man. Let me say, marriage is everything to God and man. Because what God, when God is relating with man, uh, the first thing that he did was that he made man his friend, personal friend, and from there, he formed a family. He made himself their, their friend also. I mean, Adam and, Adam and Eve. He made himself their friend, and... Uh, uh, he comes to them in the cool of day to minister uh, unto them as friends, to bless them and to have fellowship with them in the garden. So meaning that that garden is of the Lord. He made it by, he made it by himself, so he has authority there and he wants to have total influence there. And he had it until they fell, before they fell. And this is what the Lord wants there to continue. God will have been our first I mean, first, uh, first uh, guest in our marriage. God wanted to have been the only one we will know in marriage. And no devil, no demons, no forces. God will have been the only experience that we will have known in marriage. But now, alas, it wasn't, it wasn't so because we went our way in marriage and we choose what we think was best for us. And this is what has been happening to us negatively. And by the grace of the Lord, the Lord himself is correcting it. And by the grace of the Lord, if God has, has, has visited us and corrected our own on our side here, we believe that he can correct every other ones. Especially those who take time to listen to us in, our, in these messages as we bring it on Saturdays. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. One thing that, that, that baffled me in marriage is this, uh, about the issue of marriage. Even in the Bible, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and uh, excuse us, hallelujah, amen. One thing that baffled me about marriage is this, uh, most especially the marriage that uh, uh, all disciples of Christ did. We didn't have any information about how it is with their, with their marriages. We didn't have anything. Nothing was, especially if you are talking about this dispensation of grace that we are in now and that is, we are under the control of. And then we would have, okay, trace our way back to them. If they have eat wrong in marriage, how did they, how did they correct it? So in fact, it's, it's a kind of subject that I personally, I was bothered with because even when you look at the at the old, the old testament, 
we, we knew some facts about the marriages of some people there. We can refer to them. But now, we are in the dispensation of grace. And in the dispensation of, this dispensation of grace, our marriage must follow the line, in, must fall in line with what Christ has died for and paid for for us in marriage. You see? But we didn't have any information about the disciples, the marriage of the disciple of the disciples. Even, the, it was only Peter that we learn about the marriage of Peter. Huh? And only what we learn about the marriage of Peter was that he had a wife whose mother was, whose mother was, was, uh, was sick of fever. And Jesus visited and healed her. That's only what we, that's only what we hear about the marriage of, of the disciples that we must follow in this, uh, in this uh, dispensation of ours. Now, but if we had this, if we had this rub like this, it shows that if you don't if you look at Paul also, it was only Paul that even uh, in First Corinthians chapter seven would give us some ideas of what we can do as a uh, uh, as believers on the issue of marriage. Even his own marriage, there was silence there also. So whether he was an Enoch, we are not. He said he was okay, all right. But he said what we heard about him is that let people be as I am. As I am, meaning that if you want to argue about that, we will say that maybe he had it before, but now he remained. He remained unmarried eh? after that. But if he says he's an Enoch, we are not even clear about it. We are still thinking. So, what am I saying is this on the issue of marriage, we didn't have any first class information, first hand information. So, but we have the Holy Spirit. God bless you, my dear. My, my dear is, telling, is, is helping me out here. He said, but we have the Holy Spirit as our counselor, as our tutor, as our guide in marriage. So now, by the grace of the Lord, and then to look, what, what I'm really going is this. You see, if we didn't have any example of anyone in marriage among the disciples that we can follow, then it shows that everybody must hold his head <laughs> about marriage. Everybody must face the fact and hold his head and save his head or her head about marriage. How do we do that? And those are the things that we want to touch and want to be speaking about. So, hallelujah. By the grace of God, we are starting the why people make wrong choice of marriage partners. Then by the grace of God, we will still talk about evil means not today, but we don't know whether this one that we'll be talking about will finish today. By the grace of the Lord. And let me tell you something. You people can join us. You can call in. You can give us questions. You can ask questions at this, at this time. Because when we are publishing the, this message about the starting of it, we introduce it and call people for participation. So that each of us, we have our own idea. And then you will give us your experience and things like that. So that you should not be only we here. Because if marriage is like that, it means that the experiences of A is different from B. So, and then, we can have it together. But thank God, because I have a partner here with, I mean, in, in, in my sister here, who had been, who had been in it together before our spouses left us alone on that year. Hallelujah. And then, we had victories. Of course, uh, we had it rough also, but the Lord corrected many things and brought us together by His grace. So, 
we have no, we have seen things we have learned things we have known things and we want people not to fall into any error again of marriage in fact it is very disastrous so when we finish this issue if we can finish it today why people make wrong choice of marriage partners then we will go into evil mysteries behind the wrong choice of marriage partners. Evil mysteries. There are some evil mysteries. <laughs> Mystery that you, can, that you cannot cope, cope with after making that choice. <laughs> Except if the Lord, the Holy Spirit, help you and save you. It is everything. Because I said, like I said before, marriage is everything to man and God. Or let me say to God and man who made the marriage. Because God wants to work out glorious things. He, want to he wanted to make marriage the uh, abinga of his, uh, of his uh, glorious powers and uh, activities on that here. He wants to make marriage the, precurs the precursor and the, uh, of, of everything that he wants, every good thing that he wants to make on that, he wants to do on that here. So, but um, the enemy attacked marriages and uh, marriage from the beginning and he won. Hmm. And from that time, when the enemy won, he has been maintaining his words. Oh my God. He has been maintaining his, uh, what do I call it now? He has been maintaining his victory. God bless you. Amen in Jesus' name. He has been maintaining his victories. Hallelujah. He has been maintaining it. So, pointing on that victory and hammering on it. In fact, he didn't, he didn't want to respect anything, anybody. Even if you said you are, you are a saint, even if an angel come down to this world to marry, hallelujah, Satan will visit him, will visit his marriage, hallelujah, amen. So we thank God that our Lord Jesus Christ did not come to marry, he only came as what? As a lamb sacrifice, and that is only the ministry that he came with. Uh, he will have married, he will have shown us how it is, how to win a marriage. We thank God. All these things mean that you and I, we have the Holy Spirit. We have the counselor. Amen. In Holy Spirit. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. People have been making wrong choice in marriage even from the beginning. In the Bible, when we check one, at least we check one, we find, uh, uh, we find it in the book of First Samuel. Let's go to First Samuel because the word of God is our anchor. We must open it. Uh, anywhere, anytime, we are ministering the word of God. First Samuel chapter 25. First Samuel 25. What are the scriptures says there? In verse 1 and uh, verse 3, uh, 2 to 3. First Samuel 25, 2 to 3 first. The Bible said, now. Okay, verse, let me read verse 2. And there was a man in mound whose possessions were in camel and the man was very great and he had three thousand sheep and a thousand goats and he was sharing and he and he was sharing his sheep in camel verse 3 now the name of the man was nabal and the name of his wife was abigail and she was a woman of good understanding and of a beautiful countenance, but the, but the man was childish and evil in his dreams, and he was of the house of Caleb. So it was that not a wrong marriage, not wrong pairing. 
The, the woman was of good understanding and of beautiful countenance, but the man, but the man. Can you hear what, is, what they said the man was? And then that was wrong pairing. And then we, see, we saw something also uh, who wanted to marry and he didn't stay uh, to marry within his family. He wanted a stranger to be, to be to, 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 he wanted to marry a stranger. And uh, of course, at that time, God was, God was, God was judging the Philistine. Uh, we may not blame Samuel for Mama much because God himself was, Samson, I mean, Samson rather. We may not blame Samson. God bless you, my dear. Thank you for being with me there. So, hallelujah. We may not blame Samson because God was uh, judging the children of Israel at that time. But there are, there are sorry, <laughs> church, judging, judging the Philistine. God bless you. Don't mind me. Hallelujah. I want to rush so that we get to the, because what we are telling here is long. So we will not rush by the grace of the Lord. Whatever we'll be able to do, we'll do. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Now, so we did not, uh, we can't blame something, as we have said much, because of uh, the judgment of God upon the Philistine that God was using something for at that time. So now, um, but all we know now is that Samuel is, I mean, Samson is gone and then neighbor is no more. No, none of the disciples are here anymore. It remains only you and I. It remains you and, 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 your, and, your, and your God. Because if God is there with us, I, I know that victory will be sure in the name of Jesus. We will have read more, more about uh, this childish man, but um, uh, he's a mean man. Of course, the Bible says he was great in possession, but his activity, his, his mannerism, his character is wobbled. His character is nothing to write home about. And uh, I, we knew because of what we have, read, what we have read about him that he must have been a problem to the woman. Uh, that beautiful woman, Abigail. But yet, is there anything that we can do there to correct it? So no, you can't correct their own, but we can correct our own. Our own is still open for correction. Even if you have gone to, to, to wrong marriage, God can still do something. He can still help us. Whatever it is that we have entered into, we are saying this because we have had the experience. Our own matter here, God so arranged us together in a way that, in fact, because we have a covenant with him and we have worked and labored and toiled righteously and warred and, and battled in our previous marriages and we won. And we thank God because that is the, that we may, by his grace, it is the, that's why God is designing another chance for us. And we thank God for that in Jesus' name. The Lord bless you. Amen in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Let's quickly take note of one thing. Marriage is instituted by God who is spirit. And if marriage is instituted by God who is spirit, it's, you know, we can know and find then that the divine idea about marriage is that marriage must be, must be spiritual. So marriage is spiritual itself. Even if you look at the way the Lord made the woman from the man. He made the woman from the man 
by causing the man to sleep. And that is spiritual. So many before the Lord is able to bring the woman out of the man, there was what? A spirituality of the man. And if the Lord bring the spirituality, I mean, if the, the, the woman was brought through the, spirituality, through the spirituality of the man, then the woman that was brought also through him must be spiritual. But both of them, they were carnal. And then that was the problem of the, of the marriage of the, uh, at the beginning. But all the same, by the grace of the Lord, we have hope. Say, say amen to that. We still have what? We have hope in Christ. We have hope in Christ. I want you to say, I have hope in Christ. Hallelujah. You still have hope in Christ. The message that will be coming, out, coming today, we have prayed about it. And we know that the Lord will use it to correct many things. Now, let's go about the, the number one. Or why people make wrong choice in marriage, choice of marriage. Number one, lack of the knowledge of God. If God is spiritual, or if God is spirit, and then He made marriage even to be spiritual also, is it spiritual that goes into the physical? For anything that is done in marriage, there is a spiritual tone under it. There are spiritual tones under it. Whatever you even decide to do, even man of even we man, before the Lord made us, the Bible says He made us and mold us with the sand and breathed into us in I mean the breath of life. That was the that was how we too became spiritual. That was the image of God in us, that is the breath of God in us. So what whatever you are, whoever you are. You have your originality in being a spirit, being divine, being the image of God. Whoever you are, whatever religion, no matter your religion, you are spiritual being. So if you want to enter into marriage also, the marriage that you are entering, whoever you are, must be spiritualized. If you don't spiritualize your marriage before you enter there, you canalize it before you enter there, that is where the problem will begin. So, and it does, it's not good for us to continue that trend that they started in the Garden of Eden. And God is calling us because he has removed the cause from us. Because the Bible said Christ has been made a cause for us. Because it is written, cause is everyone that is hung on a tree. And if Christ has been made a cause for us, should we enter the cause of marriage anymore? Can't we just follow that uh, divine principle and divine uh, uh, divine uh, 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 arrangement that God has brought us into or divine covenant that God has established through Jesus Christ for us? And it is where, only when we enter into marriage with that that the marriage can work. Without God, our marriage cannot work. It cannot work. Hallelujah. Without following that principle, it cannot work. Lack of knowledge of God. If you want to enter into any marriage, if God did not know about it, if you want to enter into any relationship and God is not, in, and God is not involved, or if you, have, if you have entered into any marriage and God is not involved in that marriage, it will be a problem. God wanted to be absolute, the absolute person. I mean, what do I say? 
you want to be the only person that is known in any marriage as we started by as you started to say only on the only one that we know in marriage it hot it hot not to be that we will know somebody else but now that we have known another force another evil authority and is contrary to the will of god for us and this authority is enemy of god is is our adversary and god's adversary he has entered into the garden of marriage and has, he has been walking and walking and oh god the Lord will help us. But now, the Lord said, he's calling us unto one understanding. He said, the Bible said, uh, my people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. What do you think that knowledge should be? My people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. That is the knowledge of God. So the, the one of the number one why people are making ruptures in marriage is what? Huh? Lack of knowledge of God. My people are destroyed for lack of what? For lack of knowledge. For lack of knowledge. Many are going into marriage and without God reference, even people that they say they reference God, they still have one high on God and another high on that spouse. They have their own like and dislike in marriage. 